everyone, you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values for every phase of your family life. I'm Mariel Gutierrez. Today we have a mother and daughter on the podcast. Hi, I'm Lenny Bessa. And um, well, I immigrated from the Philippines to the United States way back, um, I think it was March of 1980. Hi, I'm Darlene Alejandro, and I was born here in the United States. Lenny and Darlene have an amazing bond, but with every parent-child relationship, there are ups and downs. According to a study published in the National Library of Medicine, Asian American adolescents, specifically Vietnamese, Cambodian, and Filipino youth, report higher levels of culture conflict with parents than other groups of adolescents. What were your hopes when you left the Philippines? Like, can you tell me, tell me about the experience and how you felt when you migrated over to the States? And who did you miss the most? Just tell, tell me about your experience moving here. As a nurse, um, gain more uh, experience in nursing, expand my knowledge. Uh, in another country like America, I wanted more <laughs> financial stability so that um, in the future, when I decide to get married, probably, uh, which I did, <laughs> uh, I will be able to provide um, uh security and financial stability in my family. I wasn't really lonely at the beginning because we were uh, recruited as a group. When I am by myself, then of course, yeah, I was lonely because I miss my parents, uh, especially my sister who I grew up with. Another topic discussed was education. According to an NYU psychology publication, The model minority stereotype presents Asian Americans as valuing hard work and education, despite studies which report that Asian Americans vary widely in their cultural values and level of academic achievement. I specifically remember the day that, like, I was in my junior year of college, College, and I remember coming home, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I want to do aesthetics. Right, right. And I wanted to, it was like, and I did all my research on my own and I came home and I remember Kuya was here and dad was here and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do skincare. Yeah. I want to go into aesthetics. Right, right. And the schooling for that was in like two weeks. Yeah. So that was, so from that, yeah, from the day I decided to drop out of, drop out of college go to skincare school that was like two weeks and I just dropped it on everyone and I remember I remember dad was like oh just let her do it and I remember oh, you yeah. I remember you said oh, yeah. you were I think you you were the most concerned because I understand it was such a quick transition and like there's no certainty in in aesthetics in aesthetics yeah. I mean it's not it's not the typical like doctor, right, nurse, correct, correct. lawyer, yes. stuff like that. And I remember I remember being frustrated because I knew I wanted to do it, go to beauty school for skincare. And then I remember walking away and I, I remember hearing Kuya talk to you like, as long as she has a plan, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Correct. Yes. Yeah, because, um, you know, um, like nurses, when we are talking about, oh, my call nurse would say, oh, yeah, my son is in medicine or so, so, so so forth and so forth and then I thought about my kids um, and you specifically but then yeah I remember what your brother was saying 
you don't know mom she can be successful on what she's doing gonna do right now i know you know you don't know that you know let her do it and so yeah i think what's yeah what's i different, remember that situation yes i think what's different with our generation is that well you you became a nurse because like financial stability right. like you knew it was gonna bring in the money and yeah. it was gonna secure you a future right where your family would be taken care of yeah. but i but here like growing up um american and in the states um there's those jobs but there's also the creative route like i remember i didn't really like to be a nurse i think i wasn't thinking of being a nurse i think um, it's just my parents wanted to be a nurse. And so you wanted, became a nurse. So I became a nurse. Right. And that's that's where I took. And that yeah. I understand there's more uncertainty because it is harder to earn a living going the creative route. But we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy. I'm happy, actually. I'm happy um, the way you have taken your path right now. Uh, because first of all, of course, uh, God has blessed you. Um, I, I still believe that, um, you know, God will not uh, forsake you. <laughs> my, our, my first priority is really being you being active members uh, of the church and in your duties, because I know God will provide you all the things that you need and you will also be successful in in um, later part of your life. And you are successful right now. I am just happy that you are. Lenny and Darlene discussed the topic of tone and how it was often misunderstood in their family dynamic during conversations. Many immigrant parent and American-born children experience the same disconnect. A study has shown that immigrants and refugee families face challenges to re-establish family roles and patterns in an unfamiliar society with a new language and socio-cultural environment. Like in the Philippines, we were not raised to be like our tone, because you guys grew up here and you're very confrontational, I guess, or argumentative, and you will speak your own mind. In the Philippines, I was not raised like that uh, because... I speak loud, and um, I guess you guys uh, think I'm always mad, but I'm not actually mad. It's just the tone of voice, I think, is the, the problem. Like you were yeah. surrounded by other Filipinos in the yeah, Philippines correct. who are all the same way. But then I go, I grew up going to like an American school with all of these different cultures That's right. and different, um, and different, different kids with different backgrounds. That's right. So we have, or growing up, we had way more perspective um, and influence, just That's cultural, right. American cultural influence. That's right. Yeah, because I remember also when you were a teenager, when you were young, your dad will always get mad at you because of the way you speak. Oh, I know. <laughs> if you remember that, I he would threaten you, give me your cell phone, give me your cell phone. I will always remember that. <laughs> And I, I remember there were even specific times where it, it wouldn't make sense to me. Like where I would, un, where I would think, why are you getting mad at me? Yeah. 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 Like it didn't make sense to me because sometimes in my head, I'm just like, I'm just trying to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, right. Okay. Granted, so now you understand how we are <laughs> when we say that, because that's how we were raised. I, I understand that I can come off a little bit strong if I say some things, a certain tone. Right especially like talking to you and dad and Kuya growing up. But 
honestly, I think it's because I got married. I think it's opened up my eyes yeah. to, yeah, to a lot of our relationship. So looking back now, I think, I think where we conflicted in tone, at least for me, is I felt like whenever I would say something, you took it as I'm I'm mad or yeah. I'm confrontational right. or I'm um I'm disrespectful. Yeah. But then in my head, whenever I would say what I want or I would say what I mean, in my head, it would come off as I'm just trying to express exactly Yourself. what I want. I'm just trying to tell you what I mean. And I think that's still me today. Like when I when I do say something or when I yeah, when I when I'm just having a conversation or when I'm stating something, there's no guessing. It's like it's exactly what it's, I mean. That's you, don't ex- think. you don't have to think about yeah. it. I, when I say because like I want to do this, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, because that's how you were raised. I mean, you know, that's how kids are raised here in America. But kids in the Philippines, they're raised differently. Um, I think even now, I think they're because they. I mean, growing up in America is different. Like when you when going to school in America and the way you are taught here is different, I think, um, than the way we were taught in the Philippines. Darlene, now a newlywed, talks with Lenny about her realizations as she grows older. In the end, their mother-daughter dynamic continues to evolve, but they are taking more strides at bridging their cultural gap with one thing in particular, their faith. So you know how I moved away? Well, I like I just said, I think our relationship is way better now. Even though we don't talk every single day, I think it's healthier now compared to like when I was growing up here and we both didn't understand each other. <laughs> but now that we've had like these few com- these few difficult conversations and honest conversations, I think it's better now. But even so now that I moved away, how do you feel like we keep up this relationship? Even between like just me and you or me and dad, me and the family, since I'm away from home. How do you feel that we make sure our relationship is still strong, even though I'm in a different city and we don't see each other for for a few months? Well, um, I will continue to be a parent to you, regardless of whether you are, you know, even though you are married already, I would still continue to be a parent to you, um, still reminding you so and forth, just like what you said, you know, I always still keep telling you to pray. And um, and now that I'm married, he gets the reminders too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, as I said, parenting doesn't stop. I mean, you know, it will go forever, even though you have already your kids and it, you will do the same thing to your kids. And that's how it is. Um, just always be there, you know, for you and always reminding you and um, understanding each other and respecting you as being a, 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 um, a married person now. Um, you will have your own family. You will build your own values to your family, to your kids. But still, I will be there to guide you, to guide you, but not to impose what mine is how I raised you. It's up to your uh, decision how you would raise your family. But on my part, it will be a guidance. You know, that makes me that makes me think about 
and that makes me look forward to when I do have my own kids. And I think that's where we're going to have more of these conversations because I'm not going to understand. <laughs> yeah. My prayer for you is um, you stay um, strong in your faith and uh, bring up your, raise your family also to be strong in the faith. Uh, my prayer for you is to have a, a successful marriage. So communication between you and your husband is important. Um, you may have um, ups and downs in your marriage, but always pray. Don't don't go don't go to sleep without patching up if you are um, angry. <laughs> My prayer for you is to have beautiful children, <laughs> raised <laughs> raised in a Christian way. I'm the one who moved away and I'm the one who lives the farthest I always pray that our family is always connected wherever we are and we're always united yeah. and I always pray that our relationship as a family gets stronger I actually I don't think I ever told you this but at one point when I was growing up and I started realizing that my relationship with my family is not that strong, I actually had my own devotional prayer like, dear God, please, like, please help me to open up <laughs> to my to my parents and please help us to have a better relationship. Like, please help me to be aware of the moments that you give us so I can grow closer to them. So I, especially now that I've moved away, I always pray that our relationship as a family always gets stronger. And I always pray that, um, yeah, it's mostly that. I always pray that our relationship as a family gets stronger and, um, and that we're always content, mom. I am proud of you because of your confidence. <laughs> really, really, of your confidence and the way that you did move to America on your own. You did go for that future that that helped me and Kuya. And I'm I'm actually proud of you just for being here in this conversation with me. And I'm proud that you i'm proud that you and i have reached this point where you and i can both listen to each other <laughs> and understand and accept like coming from different culture like me growing up in america and being here talking to you about all of the differences throughout my life <laughs> throughout my life and my relationship with you, I'm proud that you, I'm proud that you have accepted <laughs> and that you, and that you're willing to listen to everything I have felt about, <laughs> about like oh, my skin, how I feel about myself. I'm proud that you are willing to listen and strengthen our relationship as mother and daughter. Oh. <laughs>
Because like you mentioned earlier, I mean, it's it's better it's better now yeah. than when I was growing up. So That's I'm, correct. I'm proud of you. Since it was also mentioned earlier that Filipinos don't really express themselves, I'm proud that you have gotten to that point now. <laughs> it can always get better. We're still getting better, but I'm proud that I'm proud that we're here now. Okay. Oh, what should I say? Okay. <laughs> I am proud of you of what you have become uh, today. Um, and I have been proud of you, actually. Not only today. I have been proud of you growing up to be independent. Uh, very independent. I feel like this is a thing, at least now, like, like it's a thing in the world to have difficult conversations and to have honest conversations because that's that's how you grow that's, that's right. how you like expand that's how you understand but i think like everything we talk about now at least for filipinos you don't talk about this stuff <laughs> no no just like what i said you know we never had this chance uh when you were growing up <laughs> just like what i said you know i was busy with work you have a different kind of whatever you have. Um, or like like we did have the chance, but it's like, how do I talk to my mom? Because she always thinks I'm mad. Yeah. And then you are like, how do I get her to understand? Because she always thinks I'm mad. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> and that's the last of it. That's where it all ended. Yeah, it all ended there. <laughs> and we understood each other. Hi, Mariel Gutierrez. Thanks for listening to the Faith and Family Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow INC Media News on Instagram for the latest on incmedia.org.